the Bitterfly Podcast. Knowledge is food, bitches. Eat up. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Bitterfly. We're having a part two with Oscar and Renee. If you listened to part one, this is the uh, couple that got stuck together on their third date and had to quarantine for 14 Mm. days due to COVID. So (laughs) welcome back. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. You guys look good. You look happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh, we made it through. We're alive. So, how many days has it been today? You're about ready to leave, right? Yeah, tomorrow's my last last full day. Yeah, this is our this is our last uh, last night together before uh, we'll do we'll do some celebrating tomorrow, and then she's going back home tomorrow tomorrow evening. Nice. The last hurrah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah made it through i think it's uh 11 days in total okay or tomorrow's day 11 or something like that <laughs> that sounds about right yeah and how has the island been you know not too turbulent yeah it's it's been pretty great i think we're both <laughs> you know just like i think we're, we've both been really happy to have someone else to go through this experience with and you know we've continued to get closer and you know made the most of everything so that's my first question. What the fuck did you guys learn about each other so during this experience? A lot. Anything notable that you would not have known about each other if not for this jumping into living together immediately? Uh, well, we learned today that Renee is a huge fan of the Wachowski siblings movies, uh, despite not realizing it. Not even at all. <laughs> Just like every movie that she suggested happened to be another Wachowski siblings movie. It was something like we we've been talking about movies all week because that's we have so much downtime. It just turns into well, what should we watch? I'm kind of like learning yeah. things about each other through movie choice. Um, it's true. Today we found out that of like ten movies that I had, or like thirteen movies, some some number of movies I suggested, like the vast majority of them were all. Um, either directed by or like written by or, or produced, produced by like it was really insane <laughs> very strange <laughs> so yeah. renee you didn't know that about yourself either no really? no i guess not. <laughs> <laughs> it just kept popping out it was like another one excellent <laughs> and what did you learn about oscar anything interesting a ridiculous number of things i think uh we ended up having a lot of just you know more deep and probing questions just about every day so yeah that was a good way for us to pass the time this whole time is we would just kind of if there was a lull in the conversation one of us would just say hey can you ask me an intensely probing personal question (laughs) and then we would just kind of get into it like what give us some good ideas that we should ask our future dates last night we were watching whatever and i just kept looking over and i'm going hard hitter and then i hit him with a question i hit him with uh have you ever been in love and i just watched him slowly have a minor existential crisis <laughs> while we were watching this yeah, a little bit <laughs> okay so that's a good one that's pretty deep what other <laughs> questions heavy yeah yeah, what other heavy questions should we ask people that we are quarantining with? Well, I mean, we got into all sorts of stuff, you know, dramas and family things and sibling relationships. Yeah, identity crises, just uh, the whole, whole nine yards. We're locked up together. We're here in a situation. Let's just jump right in and get to know a lot about each other and 
when you're answering deep and personal personal questions too you like in order to explain yourself to someone else almost learn new things about yourself as you're trying to like figure out how to articulate these things to a new person any weird realizations there I mean as we're sort of like sharing all of our life experiences and stories with each other it definitely kind of I learned how much more comfortable I am talking about like past traumas now and like um, it used to be I'd be sharing something about a past relationship I had that was really uh, unfortunate and then for like a week afterwards I'd be kind of reeling in the the leftover anxiety and like flashbacks and stuff from it and through through opening up to different people in your lives whether it's someone you're dating or someone you've been close with for a long time um, it gets easier to tell those stories without being stuck in it for days afterwards mm-hmm. yeah. so that was a nice realization despite, for me despite literally being stuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was that like I'm at a point now where I can share a lot of those things without letting it affect me or having it affect me too much for for too long afterwards yeah we have both been really good about not judging the other person you know knowing that we have uh this set amount of time that we have to coexist uh just based on our scenario are you um, saying you would have been super judgmental otherwise? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no but i just it's you know we went through this whole thing together and i feel like we really took care of each other well considerate of each other and you know i think that that's one of the things that you really want to look for in you know potential relationship is uh, how well you're able to work together as a team and uh, you know we had COVID which sucked but you know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that we necessarily faced a lot of hurdles per se but some very personal and very difficult conversations but we've worked really well together kind of as a team to sort of navigate that territory and to uh, you know make decisions together and compromise on things and uh, it's just been a really collaborative, not yeah. a, you know, we work really well together, I think. We managed okay. to do a really great job at like creating and holding space for each other, like to individually have our own moments yeah. to deal with our experiences and freedom to be okay being in a weird headspace. Yeah, we definitely, throughout this whole thing, both have had, you know, some days that were more up and some days that were more down often at the same time you know we would we would both kind of collectively be like hey like this was a good day or oh like this was kind of a weird day we you guys uh, sound very fucking healthy <laughs> so so far so good honestly uh, at the end of a quarantine too the bureaucratic yeah, answers though into this situation. i feel like you're doing like really great pr management you're like yeah we like navigated and compromised through like all these things, <laughs> We're pretty but great. like what happened <laughs> we really just kind of like hung out and cooked food and ordered good food we just had a big like we just ordered a bunch of mediterranean tonight that was really good and lots of prolonged eye contact and sweet moments (laughs) and Mm -hmm. hand holding yeah precious okay so oscar you said in part one you've never cohabitated with someone that you're dating before that's true what did you learn about yourself did did you learn that you like that or are you gonna like be a bachelor hermit for years to come like what did you realize (laughs) no well I haven't lived with somebody else but I have 
been in you know serious relationships where you're spending a lot of time in another person's space and kind of involved in another person's life so I think that line of oh like we're living together versus we're spending a lot of time together is it's kind of a more thin line you know and I say that it is very different being trapped together for two weeks versus like (laughs) signing a lease together (laughs) and like you know having to pay bills together like you know we didn't have to worry about any of that stuff so this was my first experience cohabitating with somebody it's really kind of the light version and I wouldn't say that it counts as that it's definitely yeah like practice in a bubble for sure yeah Mm -hmm. but did any views that you have about cohabitating change do you think it'll be hard to say goodbye I do think yeah it's uh, kind of an emotional night already just by virtue of it being our last night together because we've you know gotten really close and (laughs) We talked about it a little bit this morning and it was definitely an emotional interaction. Yeah, definitely. Renee, you said that you've lived with people in the past in part one that were really sounded like messy, messy people that you had to clean up after. How was Oscar? Not bad. (laughs) (laughs) We could like definitely. So he was still working this week. (laughs) Um, So like we would kind of get up at different times and I would sleep in and get up super early and like hop on his laptop and whatnot. And then I'd sort of be up and around for basically until you were free from work. So you weren't working during this time? Were you on vacation? It was basically on a strange, strange vacation. <laughs> um, so like, so when I was just kind of like putzing around, I would like do dishes and clean and stuff because you, you made a note that having a messy kitchen kind of stresses you out. And I was like, cool, I'll just take care of this. Yeah, she really took it upon herself. Um, and just has been just like a great housemate this whole time <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, worked out very well for me I think <laughs> <laughs> give me three words to describe this experience it's a tricky one <laughs> <laughs> turbulent messy and scarring no <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> oh that paints a violent picture like the opposite of what it was like it, it was surreal would probably be the first word that I would use okay comforting and uh relieving okay (laughs) I I think it was I think it was very relieving well because you know I mean it was stretch of dealing with you know COVID and health issues and everything else but also you know I think for me I was kind of stuck in uh, the motions with my regular life anyway and this is kind of a welcome interruption you know and one thing that we talked about also is you know having COVID you it's an excuse to just kind of let go a little bit you know (laughs) so we're eating we're eating junk food and you know just lounging around watching movies and all of that stuff that you kind of like will kick yourself for not being productive or anything we've had a get out of jail free card to just be as lazy as we want this whole time and so I think that that was very relieving to just take the edge off and just sort of like be for a, a little while and to have each other to do that with. Yeah. Uh, I think it just relaxed us. That sounds like the perfect climate to get to know someone too. There's like nothing, nowhere to go, nothing to do. Yeah, no nothing pressing. No immediate stressors. Well, I guess besides, you know, COVID and maybe almost dying, but you guys were fine. <laughs> yeah, we, we soldiered through it pretty good. Renee, what words, uh, what three words would you use to describe this experience? 
this is this is a, a this question I was not prepared for. Um, I don't know if I could pick like just or three words. Big I probably, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> vocabulary's been great all week. Just at the end of the day, it's sort of <laughs> gone. Educational, for sure, um, mm. because I think we've learned a lot about ourselves and each other. Transcendent. I don't know. Transcendent. Wow. wow. Who's it's just gonna build so work with me here. okay um <laughs> it, it it has been a really surreal like you said experience and like part of that has been i there there are very few people in my life that i feel this comfortable around so like getting to this level with a complete stranger so quickly just it's, was huge yeah it is and definitely in a way <laughs> <laughs> this is just so dramatic it almost it almost literally like restored some of my faith in people because Ooh. because oh. it's just you would never expect to get thrown into a situation with a random person and have it go so well you know and that's yeah. almost and that's almost like this oh thank goodness like there's there's good people out there kind of moment you know? bringing a tear to my eye that's so <laughs> sweet you guys really did like a love is blind thing like because those did. people if you've seen that show they spend like days on end just talking to another person like through the wall I guess the only difference is you could see each other but yes. they, and they just like jump straight into like the deepest questions that like yeah. generally take you know a regular person like weeks months years to ask you they just jumped right into it and it builds intimacy like super fucking quickly it really does yeah I think intimate would be my word number three. Intimate, Thanks, guys. that is a great word for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was very intimate. It was. Yeah. Close quarters and yeah, we had a lot of really sweet, really, really sweet moments every yeah. day. Yeah. If I were you guys, I would have had sex in literally every fucking inch of my apartment by now. <laughs> like every corner, every floor. No comment. There's a lot of <laughs> windows. Down there are, yeah, there is a <laughs> There is a, it is very visible from the backyard that we share with other people. So it's a bit of a deterrent. The countertops, the washer and dryer oh, on top yeah. and maybe even yeah. under the couches. Like, well, I don't know. we got another day left. It's fine. Sure. <laughs> you kind of already answered how your relationship has grown, but did you guys find yourself during the experience wanting to make future plans? or have or having like future like hopes kind of come up and and had to stop and remind yourself like this is a very strange situation like I can't definitely be, yeah. I, I need to stop myself you know did you feel like you had to repress any future plans that you yeah were absolutely I think it's interesting because usually you know when you're building a relationship with somebody you spend a while kind of like going out into the world and going on dates and uh, but we very quickly just got thrust into like stuck at home mode like and like spending three. a lot of time <laughs> together mode which is sort of you know but then at the same time we haven't had a whole lot of chances to do that whole like going out kind of thing and seeing each other in the real world or you know getting to know each other's friends or anything like that like you know none of that has happened and so when you get so close to somebody of course you start having those thoughts of where is where is this going like it feels like there's really something here versus reminding yourself like we know each other really well 
in this context, but we haven't gotten a chance to see each other in a bunch of other contexts yet. You know, there's so much excitement for how well it has gone this past 10 days, but it's definitely like a big question mark of like, where does it go from there? We've made some future plans as far as like talked about dates that we would like to go on together, which mm-hmm. is all sort of like, it, it. it's in the air, but it's not like, we haven't like synced up calendars. Or right. Like but that. we're like, oh man, I love to do this. Like we should go do this. Like, yeah, that yeah. would be great. That, that kind of like a fun. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't been like, you know, planning, planning trips or <laughs> right, right. anything big or anything like that. Cause it is, it is sort of, we do only know each other in this really, really limited context. And but at the same time, I feel like it's interesting because the context you do know each other in is like what people hope to get to, if that yeah. makes sense. Like yeah. when you are going out into the world and you're meeting people through the lens of like, how are they in public or like, how do my friends like them? I think a lot of that like outside noise can kind of influence how you feel internally about a person, but you guys Definitely. have like this blank slate to just like get to know each other with no noise. Yeah. And it's, it's really encouraging. It's like got thrust into this situation and came out of it with like security and knowing that like the foundation of what we have between us is really good. Yeah. It's just kind of a matter of taking it from there and experiencing more things together, just kind of building upon it. I feel like we've gotten a pretty good understanding of like who we are individuals in that individual context and like I mean you know correct me if I'm wrong (laughs) maybe there's more skeletons in your closet (laughs) um but in this situation it's been amazing to just get to know that very base version like we're in we're in cozy mode so neither one of us is really like super dressed up but you also don't get that well I'm going to put this presence forward on a first date and this is who I'm going to show up as and like you, you get to kind of skip past all that sort of flaunting and bullshit and mm-hmm. just sort of see, just see of who be, we are when yeah. we're like weak and vulnerable yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah yeah definitely it, it, vulnerable would have been another good word to describe the whole thing because mm. uh there's a lot of vulnerability involved when you are stuck together all the time sick and mopey and right it's one well, thing I got to get... mopey <laughs> I, I'm the mopey one <laughs> She gets sick and she's like, I'm going to get up and do things to feel better. And I get sick and I'm like, will you rub my back? (laughs) Just collapse. I'll not be held down. (laughs) Well, it's one thing to get to know someone when you're feeling at your best, but it's completely another to have someone get to know you when you feel like shit and you probably probably look like shit. You probably smell like shit. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, that is a very blessing in disguise that we both struggled to smell as much as we did this week because (laughs) mine left like days ago. So (laughs) lucky him. (laughs) I can't tell when I smell bad and he hasn't said anything. So he might just be silently suffering. Uh, I have not said anything, but you have not smelled that bad. So (laughs) excellent. (laughs) You're welcome. Glad to clear the air on that one. Hey, man, when you're really attracted to someone, I don't really think their body odor bothers you. That's Something about the pheromones. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, I think uh, I've certainly noticed in some of my other relationships, too, is it's one of the things that you miss the most is, like, you don't really notice a person's smell necessarily until until they're gone. And then you're like, oh, wait, they had a, they had a scent to them. 
You know, I love that people have Everybody sex. smells kind of unique. and it's a, Yeah. I've been told I smell good. You do smell good. It's like a combination of like the food you eat, the laundry detergent you use, and maybe like the body wash. But yeah, everybody yeah, has like their own food, distinct. Deodorant. Yes. Yeah. I think I smell like dog. Just <laughs> it's fine though. I love it. <laughs> what will you do now? Renee, are you just going to leave and like ghost this guy? I'm out. <laughs> no, um, I don't think that I could handle just like disappearing. I think that would be too much of a cold turkey transmission. Yeah. yeah. I need uh, I need a little bit of contact. We talked about that today a bit. Yeah, um, we we had a good chat today about kind of our expectations with things going forward. Tell us and what are they? I brought up that I thought for myself taking some time to sort of separate and have some time apart to sort of reset and uh, sort of like each individually get back into our sort of regular routine would be helpful and healthy because we've obviously gone through this strange experience together and like I said it was this surreal uh, almost like a vacation you know like you said like it's been so intimate and so good but there I think getting back into real life is going to be important and to sort of take a little bit of time and space to reflect on everything you need to download that so download that the we, experience yes. yeah but we we did decide that we want to keep seeing each other and keep dating and you know uh, see where it goes and give it ample space to flourish. And yeah, that's our mindset right now. Fuck yes. Do you know how many butterfly listeners ship this relationship? This is so exciting. <laughs> yes. <That's great. laughs> okay. But Renee, how do you feel? Do you need an Oscar cleanse? Like, are you Probably. also like, yeah, we need to like separate and I bounce think, back and yeah, I think it's, I think it's a great idea to sort of take a step back from all of this and kind of revisit or like pick things back up from where where we would have been as much as like we can if this hadn't happened like this is a whole I mean it's not like exactly a traumatic experience in a negative <laughs> way but it's a it, it's, it's it's a huge thing yeah, that we've gone through yeah and like you made this point earlier that like we kind of dissociate this whole experience from our lives dating that might be beneficial as far as processing things go initially understanding that we know each other in this really intense context but that we still have this whole other world of existence to kind of Mm -hmm. trek through and kind of relearn how we are in that so relearn I think is a good yeah so I I think that it's uh, taking some time to not be so intensely together is a good idea yeah but it I mean it works well for me to sort of take some time especially since I work like crazy long days so <laughs> I'm not gonna be like on my phone 24 7 anyway I think it'll be a uh, good kind of necessary and then not not too hard to do I'm kind of anticipating feeling not exactly lonely for for a stint but it will be it will adjusting. be very strange not to have like the closeness of uh, another person because we've just gotten so accustomed to that yeah, yeah like waking up and, and like renee won't be there yeah what are you gonna do <laughs> right well and it's our last night tonight too so we're we're feeling a little emotional about the whole thing I think. oh i hope you guys get freaky um make the <laughs> most of it <laughs>
Yeah, it's going to be weird waking up without like someone there to roll over and hug you in the morning. That's been just, yeah. Yeah, it's been really nice. Cuddles are good for the soul. Yeah. It's going to be a bit of an emotional shift when I get home. I anticipate being yeah. pretty grumpy for a few and days. I, yeah, and I, and I know myself and, you know, the whole idea with taking some space away from each other before we get back into dating each other. I know myself and I know that there's going to be nights where I'm like, well, I could just text Renee and be like, yo, do you want to come over? And, uh, but I, I know myself and that having that space is going to be a healthier way to sort of detach from this experience so that we can re-enter the relationship in a fresh state. And I think that's really important, but I definitely know I'm going to have to like resist my own temptation to, you know, spend some more time with her and, you know, okay, but her... also you don't have to follow any rules that you don't want to. So it's like, true. yes, there are guidelines that we've set up to be healthy, but also like you can throw the fucking rule book out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that, <laughs> and that was want. something that we talked about this morning too, was making sure that we, you know, checking in with each other and hearing each other and, you know, considering each other's needs and compromising and everything. Okay, so I asked you guys in part one when you'd only been together, it was your third date that had turned into two more days since yeah. then. Technically, it's still your your third date. Yeah, yeah. we've only been out three times. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But well, I asked you guys, <laughs> I asked you in part one what you liked about each other. And I'm just wondering if that has evolved or if you just feel like, Oscar, what, what do you like about Renee after this experience? A, a whole lot of things she is so considerate and like I, I thanked her earlier just for being not only just like a really good person to go through this with but also for like being helpful around the house and like being a good listener and and patient and understanding and when we talked about things and she's got a um, nutritional health degree is that the, <laughs> it's a bachelor's in science and nutrition so yeah in yeah. nutrition That's yeah so sick. so she she had all these uh herbal remedies and, and teas and stuff that really helped me get through like the covid stuff and just was really caring and just has been a great communicator is really emotionally intelligent and i think you know, one thing I've noticed is that if she's just feeling something, she'll say like, you know, I'll try to ask her how she's feeling and she'll say, well, I'm processing right now. And then she'll, <laughs> you know, she'll take the feelings and sit on them and and wait until she understands them before she explains them to me. And that's something that I try to do too. It's a good sign that we're both able to kind of have the patience with each other, other to do that. And yeah, so I think in in terms of just like all of the foundational skills that it takes to make a relationship work. Um, she's just done a great job with all of that and makes me feel very secure in it. She gets an A plus. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Top marks. <laughs> <laughs> and then Renee, like what what do you like about Oscar and has that changed since I asked you that question um, a week and nine yeah. days ago, I think? I mean, I think my answer then was just um, about how easy to be around he is, which is just yeah. sort of, increased since then but there's yeah there's a whole lot of reasons why I mean that wasn't the question there's a whole lot of reasons why I like you um <laughs> there's 
there's a lot of really fantastic things about you that I've gotten to see and experience and like you're really incredible at being respectful and honoring other people's emotions and like their own individual experiences so that's made this whole thing so much easier that you're like you show your active intention is to make sure that I'm not feeling like my environment is closing in on me even though this is like a temporary space and it's not my space you've created space for me in it which is huge like you kind of welcomed me into into your life in this short span and not made me feel like hmm, I want to say not made me feel like a guest but I think that's like holding the <laughs> you made me feel like um more welcome than a guest I think just you kind of built me in pretty quickly and that made things so much easier been very accepting of all the herbs <laughs> which, to be honest um my general <laughs> the general audience reaction I get when I pull out like a little a brown glass vial that's got some crazy tasting drops in it is mm, no thanks so the fact that you were just able to like roll with it and we're like yeah let's do it the let's try shots. it it might help let's go for it yeah, yeah. so much ginger um so oh, thank you yeah you make me feel uh all kinds of ways but you you're not you're not judgmental or harsh she, she did my nails a couple of days ago oh, too. Yeah. oh my god you're yeah. not better than mine that's so sick i love yeah that. she had a <laughs> she had a big old bag full of different polishes and i got a really i, I wish you could see them here it's got like a mermaid look at the speckled one isn't that sick yes it looks like a cadbury egg it looks so yes <laughs> Well, that was really fucking heartwarming, and I almost feel like that room got steamy, and I need to let you guys go so you can enjoy your last night together. But um, <laughs> final question: You both said in part one that you have other dates scheduled. Yes. What's going on with that? Uh, well, um, I am still planning to go on uh this other date and meet this other person um and that was something that Renee and I had to talk about this morning also was um you know how we felt about that and uh you know I told her that I had uh started talking to this other person before we had even met and uh you know that I had been excited about it at the time as well and so I felt like I still wanted to uh, do that and you know in the same way that uh, we've had so much space to see how our relationship flourishes I thought uh, you know I wanted to give space to that as well and and meet this other person and um, you know see how that went also mm-hmm. um, you know and I think that's in large part because you know we have some question marks about what our relationship is or what it's going to be or you know what it can be coming out of a situation like this and so um, my perspective on that has just been to give space uh, to that and experience uh, things and see how it goes Gotcha. Um, that's kind of been my philosophy with it Renee you your hinge account you said was only like a month old like this is like your first like you were like a what do they say a spring chicken I don't know like is that weird that feels weird I'm sorry um like are you <laughs> going on dates after this I'm gonna I, play the field 
I have no idea to hopefully be not quarantine with any hopefully not turn oh, around get COVID again I would be so <laughs> bad I'd be like I just oh, want my own imagine? bathroom <laughs> <laughs> um I so here's my hinge story um I had sort of been trying to figure out how best to like go about dating um before I like activated my hinge um and one of the things that I felt like was important for me to do is sort of like not go for the maximum number of matches match with a few people that I'm interested in and then focus on those conversations and not like I don't need to be talking to a new person every day I think that kind of bogs things down and makes it a little bit muddy mm-hmm. um so I deactivated my <laughs> I didn't deactivate my account but like you can pause your profile um and I did that like before we I think before we met up for our second date possibly our first I had paused it already mm-hmm. um just because I had like a handful of people I was already talking to so I haven't like reactivated it and I don't think that like I'm going to immediately after this either sort of deciding what I want to spend my energies on for the next bit still it's not really much of an answer is it I I have no, no idea what no, I'm that's, doing that's crazy that's, that's a healthy answer I feel like you need to like process yeah processing so I've been I've been kind of keeping a journal about my thoughts and things as this has gone on and one of the things mm-hmm. that I noted in there was like I'll probably just like take two weeks or so and not even touch this thing so it was funny that you were like, let's take two weeks to process. I was, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I was already planning on doing a little bit of that, but not not necessarily related to this. Yeah. Gotcha. So in two weeks, you guys will be going on date number four. <laughs> something something <laughs> like that. And where will date number four be? What will date number four be? Do you want to start planning date number four now? I think it's to be determined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. Maybe we'll catch up with you guys again sometime sure. maybe we'll do a six month update or some shit <laughs> maybe it'll be together maybe it'll be separately we'll just if you're listening we'll have to wait and see i'll keep you guys updated but um is there anything else you guys want to share about this very strange intimate transcendental experience um like anything other people could take away from your experience that's a good question I would say that um, deciding to quarantine with a basic, basically a stranger is in general, a bad idea. <laughs> and we got very, very fortunate. We I think did. that we are the exception and not the rule in this case. I think so. But <laughs> at the same time, I think just the fact that it went so well for us, it makes me feel like one of the takeaways could be that, um, you know, it uh, it pays to be vulnerable with people and uh you know it pays to um you know not be afraid to kind of dive into stuff a little bit headlong and yeah um you know trust yourself to land on your feet with it and everything because that's kind of where uh intimacy comes from anyways vulnerability and so um i would say you know, something that people might be able to take away from this is uh, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. That's precious. I do like what you said earlier about how it kind of restored your your hope in people or your faith yeah. in people. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful story. Thanks so much, you guys, for sharing. And of course. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, me and other people listening to Butterfly really fucking ship this. So I hope you guys <laughs> get your shit together in the next two weeks and then really jump into building more of your relationship out and we're that's, excited to see what happens so that's thanks the idea. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for being on and uh if you're listening we'll be back next week with more butterfly Bye.